You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here from the Locked On Nationals podcast. It is April 18th, 2021. On the show tonight, Max Raymond of District on Jack joins me to break down the last two games of the Nationals series with the Diamondbacks. Also discuss Steven Strasburg's injury as well as Wander Suero's injury. Let you guys know, audio quality uh, over Zoom has been a bit down lately because my personal laptop has died. So I'm using my SiriusXM laptop to record. And ironically enough, the audio quality is not as good on the Zoom front. So when I record um, via Audition, what I normally use, it sounds a bit better. But right now I'm having to use Zoom for the interviews, obviously, so it sounds a little down for what we're normally to. Hopefully still pretty good, and it will be changed pretty soon when I get a new personal laptop. So just want to let you guys know on that. All right, let's talk some D-backs and Nationals right here, and also look ahead to the Cardinals series as well on tonight's Locked On Nationals podcast. Hello, everybody. Josh Dabers here on the Locked On Nationals podcast, and joining me to recap... This weekend's split series is Max Raymond from District on Deck. Max, uh, you and I talked a couple days ago, and we said, hey, look, big opportunity here, um, you know, to get a couple games, a couple wins. They had a chance at it, but news came down this morning that Steven Strasburg is heading to the IL with right shoulder inflammation. This, and so is Wander Swear, too. Don't want to discount Wander. But this is concerning. Um, he, we know how bad Strasburg was in his last start. We talked about it a good deal uh, against the Cardinals. It was an out and out. It was just a disaster in that game. So what were your thoughts when you saw the news? Do you, you, did you say to yourself, this is kind of what I expected? Oh, no, this feels like it could something be long-term. What do, you, what do you think? What was your reaction? I had a few takeaways from the announcement. First off, I thought he was hurt last game. I was shocked and upset they didn't pull him until they did. He should have pulled two, three innings earlier. Then they talk about how he's fine and okay, just where he needs to work on his mechanics. Then they put him to IL today, so I was upset. I was like, so then why didn't you take precaution last start, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm also bothered about the Wander Suero news because have you seen how many appearances Suero has made and or been warmed up in the bullpen this year? Uh, is it, it's a healthy number, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, I want to say close to 10. I, I can fact check that in a second, but, and that's the problem with Davey. It's like two different things. One is Strasburg and his injury issues. And the other is how Davey uh, manages the bullpen. And Swear is just going to be the first. He is abused Sam Clay a lot more than I expected. And McGowan was back today. And these dudes are going, I know relievers supposed to go two, three days in a row, but and I get it's a little different, the schedule, because the Nats have had – have they had a day off since their season started? They have, what, one day off? Yeah, maybe? I mean, yes, they had the – they had the – well, obviously, since they started playing, they've had one day off. It was April yeah. 8th coming off of that series against Atlanta when they traveled to Los Angeles. So I get that you play continuously in the relief, but the way he's managing the, or managing the bullpen right now is alarming because these, these dudes are going three, four days in a row. And even if they're not pitching – He's warming them up just to sit them back down, and that's not good for the arm. So I'm, I'm worried about that. And you have the Strasburg news with him being hurt again. And as I said earlier, how I thought he was hurt last time, 
and then they said it was fine. He just needs to work on his mechanics, and next thing you know, he's on the IL. So like, it's a, definitely a bigger issue than everyone that they're trying to let let uh, let out, which is the problem. Why why so late when other people could see the when random people like myself can see the issues? How come you guys are trying to? You, you get what I'm saying? Right. No, I'm with you. I was, you know, I, I think a lot of the writers. We're trying to be diplomatic, Max, because a lot of what I saw was Davey is pretty fired up. It was a Tuesday night. Davey was pretty fired up on Tuesday night. People were upset about the camera angle in the dugout showing Strasburg working through with the shoulder. Davey was adamant. I mean, adamant on Tuesday Mm -hmm. night that nothing was wrong with him. And I, I saw a couple tweets today, and rightfully so, saying he was adamant the other night that Strasburg was fine, but here he goes. And look, I understand he may be wanting to protect Strasburg a little bit here, but you had, you and I were messaging the other night mm-hmm. during that game, and you and I were on the same page being like, he needs to get, to get the hell out of here, especially when you're noticing a 90-mile-an-hour fastball from a guy. I mean, obviously, you know, we know – that the uh, his velocity has dipped throughout his career d- throughout his various injuries, but to that extent, especially after he pitched a really good game, and then you know I think a lot of the writers were also shocked to see Strasburg out the very next morning doing his routine toss. You know they're saying hey this is kind of part of his you know this is part of because it's funny we we actually saw this twice today I saw it today or twice this week. They were kind of, you know, a little bit surprised maybe Patrick Corbin was out there doing his routine toss mm-hmm. today as well. You know, I don't know what to do with that is, but I will say this. And I said this the other night about the Strasburg thing. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting, best for you protein bar in the game today. We've been telling you guys about Built Bar for a long time. If you have not tried it yet, what in the hell are you waiting for? Built Bar is the low calorie, low sugar, high protein High-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate. Remember this promo code. It is LOCKED15. It's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15. If you guys go to BuiltBar.com right now, use that promo code. Once again, LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off on your first purchase. What are you waiting for? Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Try all of their amazing Built Bars. Get the variety pack. Use that promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off at your next purchase at BuiltBar.com. Quick pause for the cause on today's show. We are brought to you by BetOnline.ag. You guys know the deal. Football season is over, as is college hoop season, but you can still get in on all the action, MLB, NHL, uh, Champions League, Super League apparently is coming if you're a soccer fan, Uh, MMA, uh, boxing, celebrity boxing, all those things are available at BetOnline.ag. Dot A-G. All you guys got to do is use your mobile device or computer. Sign up at betonline.ag. Use the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On. And you guys will receive a 50% deposit bonus. So if you deposit 100 bucks, you get an extra 50 as well. Once again, that is betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. To me, it was one of two things. Either one he did not have it the other night in a really catastrophic way, which is fine. You can move on from, but it's just shocking to see. Or two, he was injured and he was trying to hide it. Um, 
I am not of a belief that that Steven Strasburg's shoulder flamed up on him this morning, and that's why he's missing the start. I'm sorry, they can tell us all they want, but me personally, after speaking to you know people like yourself and people like Matt Wyrick and just kind of watching the games, it was noticeable the other night. Not not the information, but like his performance. So I thought one of those two things was the issue, and I understand why Steven wants to pitch. He's been out for a year. He's making a lot of money. He's a competitor. He wants to prove, and not that he's got anything to prove, but, you know, you make a big contract like that, but you don't want people to talk about you like you're Ryan Howard, right? You know, like, yeah. like you paid too much money and it was it was a waste. He wants to be out there. He's a great player. We, we, we and, you know, we cover the team and, and like the Nationals. We want him out there. But I thought by him and uh, by, by him and by the team the other night, I think you're right on. I thought it was relatively reckless the way that he was handling it. And the thing is, that camera angle that caught him wasn't even from the Nats feed. It was from the Cardinals feed during their broadcast. So it wasn't even us broadcasting it. It was the Cardinals away feed. So people that saw that, that's why everyone got worried. So it's even – it's interesting to think about that, how we're not even – we're not the ones that showed it. It was the Cardinals. And then that's Which, why – Here's the thing. Actually, I, I don't mind it at all. I'm not sure how you feel. Like, to me – you know, people are like, oh, you need to have a space, safe space, whatever. Go back in the clubhouse then. Yeah. If you're in the if you're in the purview, you know, if you're in the view, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have too much of a problem with it. I wasn't surprised that the Nats didn't broadcast it. It makes sense. You don't want to show right sound the sound the alarm early. You could be wrong, and that could just be terrible. I get why the Cardinals did it. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And Strasburg was upset about it, but I agree with you. Go to the dugout. Or go right. into the, the clubhouse. Then it doesn't matter. They can't see you, and you could work on your arm. Well, also, in, in the Cardinals, the Cardinals points are going to cut you off. But like, it's part of the story. Like, yeah. you know, broadcast or story, you know, broadcasters are storytellers. Mm-hmm. That is part of the story of this game. So I have no problem from, from that perspective, the Cardinals showing it at all. And plus, you go down to the clubhouse, everyone's like, oh, why'd you go to the clubhouse? You're like, all right, how'd you go to the bathroom? Yeah. There, that's the <laughs> end know, of the conversation. Built an no excuse. Yeah. No one's going to pry. But now we have this footage. Right. We have the situation we're in where everyone was up in arms because they didn't pull him. Davey being adamant that everything was fine. And now he's on the aisle. Granted, Pablo looked great today. Yeah. Yeah. And the best anyone probably pretty could have done, like for yes. a losing pitcher, this is as good as someone could have done. In, the, in those circumstances, yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, this is the big worrisome now moving forward. Uh, Strasburg, and then how's the bullpen going to handle? Because if Suero, his workout horse is already on the aisle and we don't know if it's overused or not. We don't know. What, I, I haven't seen what the injury was. You know what his injury is yet? Uh, I will check really quickly um, to him, but he was, it, he was pulled from his, from his appearance yeah. he had um, the other day. Strike. And also the news that Luis Avilan has a tour to mm-hmm. UCL, right? Yes. So, I mean, so, so the Nets the, and you and I talked about this too. This kind of the next part of this is that this is not a team that was built to sustain a lot of injuries. Maybe in the bullpen, they have a bit more reinforcements in that area. Well, at least on paper, they do. Yeah. But right now, they are missing. Avilon, Suero, and Will Harris is not back yet. And so Rainey this was supposed to be a good not bullpen. Rainey yet. Yeah, and that's yes, another guy. Last year, Rainey was his, was his guy, and he had his season ended early. And now he's struggling to pick it back up from overuse. And now Suero, Avilon, who's been used a good, more than he has been in the past. So it's just stuff like this that is – reason something to keep an eye on yeah it's it was a left oblique strain for wander Suero. that's why he was in there he was clearly in discomfort uh when yeah. he was yanked from that game because he had an o2 count on the guy too right 
right? Clearly in discomfort. And so kind of getting, kind of going back to Steven here, like you and I are not doctors. Uh, we're not going to play doctor here, but I, it was, it was really concerning the way that that situation was handled. And I'm usually very complimentary of Dave, of Dave Martinez. I think he is a very good manager, obviously championship manager. Will always admit he knows more about more than baseball about me. But I, I used this analogy the other night, um, uh, Max. You know, in boxing and in MMA and any combat sport, referees and coaches are there a lot of times to save combatants, fighters from themselves. I thought the other night was a night where Davey Martinez needed to stay, save Steven Strasburg from himself because there were noticeable signs of deterioration in terms of quality and in terms of just, you know, just a lot, I mean, you know, process, all those things. I thought, you know, you should just take him out of the game. And if there wasn't, it was an injury, fine. If there was an injury, you need to be more careful about it. So I thought it was the manager's responsibility in that spot to look after the athlete because we know guys like Max and Steven and, and you know, a lot of other guys, they're not going to pull themselves. And those guys, those guys aren't going to take themselves out of the game. You, you have to be the one to, to bring them out. You have to make that choice, that decision. So I, I think there is, there is um, for Nationals fans, and I, I think anybody who covers the team, we have the right to be a bit critical of that spot for Dave Martinez. For all the great things he does, this is a spot where I think we can definitely, you know, he, needs, he deserves some criticism. I agree. And I'm not going to press more into it because, yeah, I'm a, we have different – I, I like Dave Martinez as a manager. I believe he mm-hmm. liked it more than I do because the bullpen issue – this has been an issue with me since 2018. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, so I'm not the happiest, but hopefully they're okay. And do you think they're going to – it's 10 days in their back. Do you think they're going to be on there longer? I think for Wander it can be because it was like a clear, clear physical like discomfort type thing. Like it was yeah. a, you know, Stephen – it. Inflammation is one of those things that kind of like worries me. And so does a strain as well. I don't know. I just, cause I'm not a doctor, but I, I think for me, the wander injury is a little bit less concerning. I think just because it's wander Swero and no offense to him. I mean, he's, yeah. they love to use him, but Strasburg, I think just a bit more concerned. I would be shocked if we see Steven Strasburg make a start in the month of April. Uh, that was, that, that'd be kind of my take. I'm not saying he can't be beyond that, but if he's on a 10 day IL, and, you know, you're thinking about, um, I think it might be a retroactive. I, I don't know who was, it might have been retroactive um, to the 15th. I'm not sure. But whatever it is, I would be a bit surprised if we see him make a start in the last part. Just with the way things have been trending and with how good, you know, you got to be careful. I, I'd be a little bit surprised. Would you? I'm tending to agree with you. I Because this happened when I was at work today, so I haven't really had a lot of time to read about it. So I'm still out of a little out of the loop. So I'm going to hold off before I make an announcement like that, just because I, I have as little as little as much information as possible. So before I want to say anything. I'm yeah. Leave. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm using my, my feelings. I guess, in the yeah. Last one. But once again, no medical opinion here. He might as well. Do yeah, it. I know. Very well do it. We're not doctors. <laughs> yeah. We're not doctors. I'm just saying, I think, you know, if it was me, I just want to yeah. be so cautious with a guy like that. Um, so, you know, we'll see where it goes. Now, let's go to the actual result of the, of the game today. 5-2 loss to the Nationals. This, this loss is one of those that you can throw away, but just a really difficult game to, to, you know, for them to win with that news. I thought Paulo Espino, who we saw in uh, a few moments last year, 
I thought he came in in this situation and did really well. He had five hits or under two runs, both home runs. Um, but, you know, you, you might have been worried because he gave up a home run in the first inning. No, I, I thought he pitched a, me, a very good four and a third innings considering the situation. And also, he said his curveball wasn't there. Uh, Dave Martinez mentioned, like the way he tried to use his fastball to get guys out. And so I think the start is something good for him to build off of. If, and, and it sounds like he's going to get the spot in the rotation now as well. You know what my biggest takeaway from today's game is? It's something you said the last time I was on the night of the Schwarber walk-off. Soto and Turner are still not on the same page. Soto went off yesterday. Turner was quiet. Turner has two bombs today. Yeah. Soto goes over two. That was literally the first thing I saw when I looked at the box score. I was <laughs> like, they cannot be yeah. on the same page yet. It's upsetting. Pablo, I didn't get to watch today, but I, I watched the highlights. He looked good. I mean, he gave up that first inning homer, but like, so does Max Scherzer. Scherzer just throw that out the window. Right. And when you have a guy put on the spot like this who hasn't pitched since last year, make his season debut, and he only gives up two runs, you're you're gonna be happy. You're gonna be ecstatic. Do you know why they pulled him? Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I'd say him. pitch count and matchup. I mean, he'd been there for a little while. Seventy-five pitches. Okay. You know, I think. Uh, they're discussing a simulated game, how many pitches he had been. Mm-hmm. I think he was approaching a point where he might not have, have thrown this many pitches this point in the season. So it made sense to pull him there. Um, Sam Clay, uh, pretty decent. And then, the, you know, the rest of the bullpen, Voth, Harper, and McGowan, yeah. they they did struggle. And the offense struggled. Seven guys left on base, 0 for 2 in the scoring position. They had to get more guys in scoring position. And this is just a case of, you know, you look at the guys who did well today, and there's big gaps in the lineup between where guys do well, right? You know, a multi-hit yeah. game for your leadoff guy, right? A multi-hit game for your guy who hits his, his own gastro fourth in four. the order, but no hits between there, right? Uh, Josh Harrison over four. And look, I'm not going to kill Josh Harrison. He's been great so far this year. You know, Kyle Schwarber goes one for four. They get one hit out of Robles and a walk as well. Just not able to string together offense today. I thought Madison Bumgarner pitched really well. Thought the Nats weren't able to put him. I thought every tough situation he, he got out of pretty well, and, and their bullpen held the Nats at bay enough. So thought it was a good win for the Diamondbacks. They took advantage of a bad situation for the Nats, and so credit to them for that. Um, but you know the Nats still still split the series, so there's a little bit positive. Mad Bum looked like his old self out there today. Yeah, he really did. Uh, he looked his, his old self, and he'd actually mentioned it before. They talked about it on the broadcast, like. He had, he talked about how he had been brought in to uh, to, to Arizona to, to do a certain thing. He has not done it yet, yeah. and he had really, he had a really rough start to the season today. Five innings, eighty pitches, five Ks, two uh, two hits, only one run, one walk. So thought he did a good job today. And uh, once again, I mentioned Trey Turner with two home runs, did his darndest to keep the Nats in this game. Let's go to yesterday's game. The Nationals got a six-two win, and. Um, this is, you know, Max, pretty good stuff because this is now back-to-back starts where the Nats have gotten wins while Eric Fetty is in the bump. So that is something that's positive. Are we sure that was Eric Fetty on the mound yesterday? Because that dude looked <laughs> nasty. I've never seen him look this good before. Yeah, and, and here's the thing is, like, you know, for him yesterday, not the greatest day in the world, but, like, I think with guys on base, he's starting to get a lot better. Yeah. He's starting to manage the traffic a bit, uh, a, a bit better and – Five runs, uh, you know, five innings, one run, nine Ks, one yeah. home run. Um, and, and that's the, the only run he gave up was a solo home run. So 
I thought he managed situations very well yesterday. Thought he managed things with guys on base really well yesterday. The stuff looked good. He is maturing. Now, he's not there yet. He's not close to where he needs to be yet. You know, for us to say, yeah, we're super comfortable with this guy. You know, he's no Joe Ross, right? He's he's not not, not our ace. He's not an ace like Joe Ross. But I thought yesterday was a really good example of him, even though it's later in his career, slowly you know, maturing a little bit. Those rough first start of the season, last two starts have been pretty decent. I think that's the thing. I think because he wasn't supposed to start this year, he gets thrusted into it. So he has a, one last final chance to prove it. He gets lit up, but he gets to keep his spot because, yeah, he's the best option. Then he has a decent second start. And then this time, he, he, I think he realizes like he is running out of opportunities to show that he belongs. So he's making the best of it. Tied a career high in strikeouts yesterday. I was surprised to know that he had another game with five strikeouts. But his stuff was everywhere. Like his velocity looked a lot faster. Like mm-hmm. you know, last year it was like low 90s. Yesterday it was like he was mid 90s. He was mid 90s mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. He had nice tail, like, tail end movement on like his breaking stuff and even his fastball had some good tail at the end like mm-hmm. he he's gonna do this to like chase out of the zone on fastballs i was like i've never seen you do this before where has this been the last three years and yeah he gave up the homer i go uh-oh just buckled down just struck out struck out the next couple guys later on and i was sad to see like he didn't get that temp strike out i want to see him set a career high because like he looked good and the team for once when the pitching, I think this is the first game where first or second game we've had where the pitching and hitting are on the same page. Yeah, Hopefully we get more of that. Offense gives six runs. The starter only gives. Well, a well the run. back part of the order was money. Two hits from yeah. Schwarber, two hits from Castro, Stevenson and Robles both got hits. Jan Gomes got three hits. Jordy mm-hmm. Mercer got a hit. So I mean, the bat showed up in a pretty important way, and that's one of those things. Yeah. Where it's like, look, they knew they had to show up yesterday, and they did, and the Nats took care of business. In a way, the, the bats needed to pick Paulo Espino up a bit more today than they did, and they did. I think Kyle Schwarber's walk-off has woken him up because, what, that's yeah. three hits now since that game? Yeah, he's looked, he's looked sharp so far. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I liked him. Um, yeah, two hits yesterday, and I think he had one today as well. So he's seeing the ball well. Josh Bell, is he's struggling so far. But, I mean, I, once again, like – we talked about it. Yeah. That break really, I, I think he's going to have a stretch where he like breaks out of the slump. Um, I'm not sure his numbers are going to look great this year, but I, I think he's going to have a moment where he finally, you know, it clicks for him. And that pause was tough on him because he was tearing the yeah. cover off the ball. And you can just tell even, even today too, he's just off with his timing off with his, his uh, the plane of his swing a little bit. It's not overly concerning for me yet. No. Um, and that's the thing. Like Schwarber, I was worried. And then he had that walk off. Now he's woken up. I really think that Bell just needs that one hit. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, yep, this is it. I got it. And then he'll be good for Bell. He, I thought he had a bomb yesterday when he, uh, when we had, um, what was it, two or three? We had two on in that one inning where he scored three runs to go up six to two. And he, right. he, he came close. He caught him pretty like 15 good. Fifteen feet, but I was like, yo, he finally gave that one for a ride. But like, I'll take it. Like, it's not yeah. there yet, but he's having good cuts. He's just. He's just time. The timing needs to be there a little bit more, and 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 the the plane of the swing needs to be on par with the ball, and and that's just stuff that comes with once again work, 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 and, and so I think it's coming for him. I, I think he's going to have one of those moments where he breaks out. Um, up next now, three with the Cardinals for the Nationals. Now they just took two from the Cardinals 
last week. And that's the key this week, right, Max? Is um, at this point in time, the Nationals are now five and eight. So we look at the horizon here three at the Cardinals, three at the Mets, three and two in Toronto. And you get three in Miami, three at the Braves, three in New York against the, the bad New York team. Philadelphia, Arizona's back on there again. Chicago. I mean, over the next month, they are they have a good mix of teams in here. They do play a lot of quality opponents as well. Series like this at home, right? If the Nats take two of three here, that will mean that they out of their homestand, they'll have won four games. Uh, they'll be four and three in their homestand, right? And then they'll have that series. You know, so right now in the last, what is it, seven games, they're four and three. Um, they have a chance here to go six and four in the last ten. That's building in the right direction after that really tough start, especially, you know, once they lost those games, the Braves on the same day and yeah. got swept by the Dodgers. Still working out of that hole, but, you know, would have liked to see three wins this weekend, but still a chance against this Cardinals team. And you're going to have um, – looks like they're going to have Ross uh, – excuse me, yeah, Ross, Corbin, and Scherzer going in these three games. Now fingers crossed for Patrick Corbin. Uh, you know, hopefully yeah. we don't have a Steven Strasburg situation. But at this point in time, those three guys are going – Got to feel pretty confident heading into these three games, I think. I agree. Um, tomorrow is Flaherty versus Ross. So, and we we got the Flaherty good last time. It just that just happened to be the Strasburg start. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't. No one expects Ross to continue and not give up runs at all. But the way if he continues and does another six innings of what he's been doing, and our offense gets to Flaherty like they did last time, it, it looks good. And then we have Corbin. So I'm hoping that he can start to slowly resemble his old self. I don't know if his is a Strasburg injury or if his is more just like his mechanics are gone. Mm. Maybe an IL stint to get his mind straight or something like, or the alternative site, something like that would be helpful, but hopefully he can figure it out on his own. And then you got Scherzer in the last game and he's coming off of his top passing uh, Cy Young. So he's feeling himself, you know, he's going to go out and do what he does. Yeah, I think we feel pretty confident right now. Surprising with Joe Ross in the mound. I mean, yeah. who would have thought? Who would have thought you feel more confident with Joe Ross than you do with um, with Patrick Corbin mm-hmm. uh, in this series? But here we are, Max. Where can where can people find you and your work? And do you have anything coming up to look for? Uh, follow us, Edition on Deck. We talk about the Nats. Follow me and Max Raymond One, and we'll just be having some some stuff coming up about the upcoming games as time goes on. Again, All right, awesome, me, dude. Yes, Max. Always appreciate your time, man. All right, that will do it for tonight's show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. Follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. And until next time, my friends, please stay safe.